What's up, everyone? This is another episode of the Triple Ops Report podcast. So, so, and so. today I have with me, like I do every Friday recently, my brother hey. Joel Pulliam of the First and Fifteenth Podcast. <laughs> Joel, hey, what's up, everybody? I'm glad to be here. Thank you, bro, for having me. So today, I want to do two different topic topics. Okay. Two entirely different topics, but again, it's sports. Well, they kind of have the same thing Com- about change, but go ahead. True. Comic books and pop culture, and, and, and one's pop culture and one's sports. So which one did you want to do first, the, the pop culture one or the sports one? Hey, let's just start with the music. Okay, pop culture it is. So me and Joel have been noticing something, and this has been an ongoing thing that's been going on. I mean, it's been slowly happening for the last few years or so, but it's really exploded now this year and it's the music industry in general like was it the, the sales the lack of sales it is and in particular like just rap like as a fan of hip-hop and seeing how essential it is to the music industry as a whole it's kind of disheartening i think Lil uzi vert's album pink tape was the first hip-hop album to hit number one this year and it just recently came out so we almost went a yeah. whole half year but didn't only get like 160 plus k yeah. like it didn't what and that's not a knock, yeah. like, on... Oh. Well, there's other existential... There's yeah. other outside factors. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I got that word. Other outside factors of why that happened. Because at the same time, Morgan Wallen, who has... He has issues. Yeah. You know, I'm not a huge fan. Just because of the... the say, I almost said off-the-field stuff, but the other stuff. <laughs> it's a little you know, the merging of sports in there, off-the-field. But yeah, like, they're, like, saying the N-word, and... Yeah, just... Stuff like that. He didn't get... Here's the funny thing about, what, cancel, cancel culture. First off, like... Doesn't exist. Yeah. I, I'm pro-PC, as people would say, because, you know, I... And most people who are, like, the whole anti-PC or, like, pro... Uh, what was it? Free speech, whatever. Like, usually that stuff is just so they can say, like, racial slurs. Without getting, like, <laughs> That's punished. That's true. It's funny. And, and that whole thing's only based on government. But, yeah, it's not even based on, like, oh, that's stuff. a whole nother country. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> but... No, I, I think, obviously, he wasn't hurt by, you know, no. the, the other stuff, you know, the racist stuff and things like that. Just some of the other things he's done. So I don't think, for the, yeah, I just don't think cancel culture exists like that. Like, like a lot of conservatives like to complain about it, it just doesn't exist. Yeah. And people buy your stuff, you know. Look at Jason Aldean. Surprisingly, though, Jason Aldean's new song didn't get number one. That's close, though. Yeah, it got close, though. But I'm surprised. I thought, like, the power of, you know, I mean, but right wingers I mean, and people like in country, you know, that, that, like, you're going to ball. But you know what? This also has to do with how charts, you know, I'm going to go on my rant of the day, man. Oh, boy. And, and you know, what? I just need to say about the Billboard charts and how they tally things. I think just we don't have a true gauge on who's most popular also, right? People got to remember back in the day, the Billboard charts mainly was who bought the most no yeah it really was who bought because they were like the 45s like the smaller records not lps but like smaller singles were what were bought so you can get a true gauge and com- record companies could get a true gauge of okay little richard's popular or elvis or fast domino you know what i mean and so as radio came along you know that kind of supplanted it but now with streaming it's just hard gauge you have people have 10 songs in the top 10 just releasing an album but is that a true gauge that they're the 10 most popular songs no 
because think about it, if Thriller had if we had streaming during Thriller, he would have had nine number one hits because it's the most bought album of all time. But is that really a gauge that is Baby V Mine really? Was it a number one hit? It wasn't even a released single. It wasn't even a single. If it's not a single, well, then how in the That's world? That's one thing they also changed. That is that <laughs> yeah. they allowed non-release singles. At least if it's not on radio, I think radio has to play a part. It has to be released as something, right? I think that singles should be the only thing songs charting. I believe because they're the only ones we all know. Yeah, if you're just gonna have like a one and a half minute long like intermission or whatever, like like a what like an uh, what's the word for? How am I forgetting the word for this? Instrumental. Like if that gets somehow into the Billboard charts, what are we doing? No, I mean that doesn't make any sense. No, I think the part that frustrates me so much is just uh, streaming. Like it's cool. Like I used to be against it, but you gotta, you know, it's the one way to get music, right? It's cost effective. Yeah. But it's not a gauge of popularity just because someone could just stream it a lot of times. Well, no, it's not. It's it's not the way they do it. You can make it work. Like, okay. I feel like if, if you just separate albums and singles, like actual singles that are being played and streamed specifically as that single, but that are released point. singles, that could work. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, And also don't include stuff like TikTok because that gets a little... Well, because a lot of it's unforced, right? Yeah. Like, if it's in it's a recommended and it just comes up... I'm sure that's like really the and I hate to say I'm not like old man get off my lawn because I'm not that old but like record stores probably will always be that was the best way to gauge because no one's buying five albums unless you like a super fan if Thriller sells 70 million albums worldwide or yep. you know you know the funny thing Saturday about Night Fever or The Bodyguard that meant that many yeah. people you know the funny thing about that is that that's you, how you have number people, one albums that no one's heard people of. Uh, uh, bought more back then we had to go out to get it. It's well, because like, you cherish the, the art. And this is not, and this is actually in defense of artists because, you know, I remember Taylor Swift, I think she held out putting her music on Spotify. There is a devaluing of the art itself. I remember being young when a music video would come out or album, you would anticipate it. Like now it's kind of just like, it's so easy to release an album. Also, the albums themselves, like they're not as good. A few years, even like a, a few years, a few, oh geez, a few years ago, like, like, you would still be able to get, like, every single week, you'd get, what, three or four albums that were hyped up at times? What, at least two every oh, week. Oh, be. Now. Like, 2010s had some yeah, of the best music. Even, even, like, 2020 and, like, 2021, you still had that. I don't know what happened these last couple like, of years. Like, 2020, like, you look at, I, me and Blake always talk about this, like, 2012 through 2016 2017. Or 17, like, it's, that is a really good era. It's cliche to say this, but it is. I mean, you look at R&B, you know, the scissors. People like Teen, you know, Summer Walker first starts to, like, towards the end, yeah, towards the end of that, you know, Jasmine it's Sullivan. it's Jasmine Sullivan reality show. You look at rap, obviously Kendrick. Yeah, it's it's all... Drake's peak is in this era. You like J Cole, Crit. Like these are great. Pop even has great albums. You got Rihanna. You even got something like a Purpose. You got you know Charlie Beyonce. Jeff obviously, Conway Jepsen makes great music. Yep. Charlie XCX. You have. Like, there's great music. Lemonade is made. You could argue that all the biggest artists, and I've said this, whether it's Adele, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, even people like Bieber, Bruno Mars, or, you know, rap, like, all their best albums are in or more Or most successful. Or most successful. But for the most part, the best album is in that, that era, that five, six year stretch. We just are not in that anymore. And we're in, we're in still in, 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 what's it, transitional period? This is the scary part, right? 
you know, well, what's your yeah. theory about music and well, decades? Well, usually the thing, what I think about music and decades is that every single decade towards the end, the beginning, you have a transitional period, right? Like the last two or so years and the first two or so years. Mm-hmm. The thing is, that usually ends by about this, like, what, 1982, night, what, 2012, stuff like that? Yeah. It's the middle, the second half of 2023, and we're still in that period. And well, I don't have an identity, does it? Yeah, I don't know what the, like, what is the upcoming identity? And, that's, <laughs> and I want to say this. That's very concerning. Like, as someone who loves music and, you know, yeah, you know, my family, music is, yeah, it's huge. And there are a lot of good artists out there. There are great artists out great there, so artists, I'm not man. knocking, like, yeah. people. And I know how hard it is to make, like, play music and all that stuff make, so it's not easy. So I'm not, like, trying to, it's more of the industry. It's everybody kind of has a responsibility in this fans and what they buy. You know, thinking of, tonight might be a little reprieve because we have some, you know, obviously Travis Scott's, you know, yeah, Utopia. But you have like, think Carly Rae Jepsen has an album coming mm-hmm. out tonight. Tori Kelly, who I think is madly underrated, her and Carly Jepsen. Hope she's hope she's doing well. Prayers out to mm-hmm. her. Is she has an EP coming out? I'm really excited about that. There are things I think Offset yeah. has his so, single with so Cardi B. So this maybe is tonight, yeah. Week in a while where it's been pretty. It's kind of loaded. It's loaded to where you're like, okay, I got to listen yeah. to some stuff tonight. Yeah, I, we needed it. Yeah, because it's been kind of dead. And who's picking up the baton? I think now, like, the millennials, our age group, not that we're old or out of the game, but all right, like, who's the next generation? I'll say it's a lot of Generation Z that oh, got success in the last decade. Yeah, yeah. This decade. But I'm saying who's taking the baton hey, from Beyonce? You Lord would be considered Generation Z, and she was around. Who? Was it Lord? Yeah, she was around, what, the big. Getting almost like the early parts of the last decade. Yeah. So, so who's you know? And I'm not. No, I'm yeah, saying no. as a whole, and this is no, not an obvious yeah. generation. It's gonna come, but I'm saying now we're looking for who's all right. Kendrick, Drake, yeah. after them, all right. Who's taking that baton? And I think that's. And we were talking about rap, and this is not. They're great rappers still today. So yeah. this is not a not as a whole. There is that lack of creativity. Uh, I, they're creative rappers in the mainstream. Not, in the mainstream, yeah. There's not a lot. of... What what is mainstream now though when it comes to rap? Like like what what artists are still releasing stuff? Like well, that? this is the thing. All right, here's a theory. And I told my brother, and you can comment if you don't, you know, or you disagree, that's fine. It's kind of comparable to I just want rap to be careful that it doesn't enter into the cycle that rock did. Yeah. Uh we were talking about, you know, what is the end of rock? Uh, there are like many the times people down. thought that Okay, Lennon, John Lennon being shot was in the Brock or still went Altamont, strong. it still went strong. I prefer, I think that the death of Kurt Cobain is the start of the end of rock. Not that it dies it's a, a very death. slow death. It's a slow death. Like, the because... rebelliousness of Kurt Cobain, like, that's the heart of rock and roll. And I would say with rap. Yeah. And once that was gone, that lights out, Post, it, it po- just wasn't yeah, Post-grunge, well, yeah. There's and, still great bands, Radiohead, yeah. and, you know. And, no, no, I was, I was thinking of the, the subgenre post grunge. Yeah, true. But yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, but you're like, there are still a lot of great bands that were still around yeah, afterwards. Yeah. And even like rock was still doing good, like commercially, like really good towards the end too, with like but new metal. You but it was not. That yeah. It had been supplanted, rap and R and B, especially pop, pop by in you know the Backstreet yeah. Boys and sing this when I was a kid. You know the Spice Girls, they kind of supplanted. Even think of it like this, right? The 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 biggest genre of rock, the thing that was like the king of rock and was carrying it for most part like at the end commercially in the 90s in the beginning of the 2000s was new metal right true 
What is new metal? Not good. A combination of rock and rap. And not a good, and we're not, yeah. Not, back, there's, there not, are very good combinations of not, rock and rap. It's not, that was, yeah. There's some good new metal, but for the most part, though. I'm oh, not a big yeah. fan of yeah, it. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of it. Just not a huge fan of it. I think, <laughs> you know, it starts to slowly die because I think. 64 like when we say obviously there's rock before 64 yeah. obviously especially now, black artists chuck berry yeah. fast domino little richard yeah but remember by the time the beatles come a lot of those artists there's little richard goes back to church uh fast domino's not where he was but then you know yeah elvis is in the, the army military, yeah. buddy holly dies chuck berry the architect of this whole thing he's in jail so it wasn't rock is kind of so i think of 64 and 94 is its own era unto itself and after that 30 years like i said you still had alternative rock kind of carried the game throughout the 2000s i thought I, and it after, had mainstream success like i said cobain rock was no longer the number one voice of the youth true and i think that's the, true. the difference but and, and like rap I said, became after yeah that. i think rap finally took over was the last hurrah for rock i thought was this dude on youtube i forgot what he was we talked music of the 2000s and he said like, the last great rock event was what the black parade isn't it my, or just great album i think, I think well, we're talking about events true but i'm saying like 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 my chemical romance like like i think that stuff like like that whole era was like the last hurrah of rock yeah like mainstream success and everything like after that by about 2010 2011 it started you know no i i i agree yeah. i mean but there's still really then, good rock out there by then, it was like a blip like in the sense of in a sea of darkness in terms of like rock was by that point no longer yeah it wasn't it, a top genre it either. was like but it stood out yeah you know what I'm it saying? was still successful though but it, like like now like like what is mainstream rock that i think i think and this is the thing with rap has to be careful of and i'm not saying it's in danger right now because but the moment yeah. that it loses being the reflection of the voice of the youth is that's the moment yeah. it's pop, supplanted. Pop is indestructible because pop is just popular pop music. music. It will always it be, be any genre. While country, those fans, if you look at like, I mean, you look throughout Country history, will always have a high enough floor. Johnny Cash. Country will, because of demographics, will always have a high enough floor. That. They're the most but, loyal fans, I think, of yeah. any genre. But like, like when it comes to Rap, rap is like rock. People forget Garth Brooks is putting up crazy numbers. Yeah, he's crazy. Rap, rap is like rock. Yeah, well, not just him. The country music in the nineties. Shania Twain yeah. had, like, and like, like I said, you can consider those guys a part of pop too. Again, pop immersion is too. Their yeah. music, like even Drake, he could he could can be considered pop. Well, sure, rap. That's what pop is. So a rapper, yeah. Pop will always be because pop is just whatever's popular. That. But like like, pop and country will always be popular. But what's an like rock is like rap like it's kind of a youth genre yeah. right not saying that your older people can't be, no they're a no. lot of yeah. older superstars yeah it's, it's for both yeah. there's a lot of them actually but, but but even those older people are a reflection of the youth right yeah and that's the way you stay lively in those genres yeah and i think the problem once you lose the voice of the youth that your rap and or rock that's it and people like rap is about old older now than what when we talk about kurt cobain Rock wasn't even what, 50 years old. It wasn't 90 years old. Then. Yeah, it's still in the 40s. Like, yeah. Rap is 50 years old. Yeah. So it's kind of like. Oh, man. <laughs> I know rap's been a long Oh, my gosh. Rap long, is. It's been around a long time. Oh, the pop, the history of popular music is only 20 years younger than rock. That's a funny yeah, the thing. The history of popular music, you know. <laughs> yeah. And this is not a knock. Like, you think of like someone, okay, I've thought about this, Joe Biden, right? Joe Biden. Precedes. Like, he was a teenager when rock became big. It's insane. 
And I don't mean that as a thing. <laughs> no, like, no, there's plenty no. of, like, and he's still kicking, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. so, like. He's the president. He's, he's president, you know, so he's still, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's still lively and stuff. So it's like, imagine that. So it shows you that the gap isn't that. Like, it's not like some of the original, well, I don't know how many of the original. Bob Bob Dylan's not an original yeah. star. I don't know. How many of those guys are still alive? I don't think any of them are alive. I remember when they were all alive. Yeah, me too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all I thought was weird when Jamarcus Russell, I think, during Katrina, stayed with Fats Domino. So that shows you yeah. how old, like, how long Fats Domino. Chuck Berry just died, what, five years ago? Five, six, seven years ago? Yeah. Little right. Richard died a few years back. Like, so it's, yeah. It, I mean, you, Tina Turner, you look at now, like, who died earlier this year. Was she the last one? She, I don't know if she's the last one, because I got to think about it. Maybe there's some other people that um, that's slipping my mind. And so I don't want to disrespect. Like, See, I, I, well, it's Steve but Brown, I, no, but I feel like the next generation then. is like Smokey Robinson and people like that. You know, Barry Gordy with Motown, and Steve and so you still have those. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got a whole bunch of those. You know, so it's not like the history oh, yeah, of these is like over. Bob Dylan. Good is Bob Dylan's guys. even before that. Yeah. So like he's so like there's still people around. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but I think we talked about it. Cobain being you know what kind of leads to rock's downfall it's not the it's the, very the only piece but it's the start of it is it. a like, very slow so what would we say now i just think in rap it's been very tragic you know you know i think people dying like it's just i think a combination of things and it's sad i think a combination of the industry getting involved too much you know what i mean like like everything sounds kind of the same true. that's mainstream true radio play not being again like you said just now what was it like, like the same songs being played on true, the radio. True. A lot of artists who should be getting big, but are still not as big as they should be. Like guys like Big Crit and all of them eventually got big. True. Like it's like you're still waiting for these guys to get there, right? True. And it's taking its time while other major cities are kind of falling off a little. Like Atlanta, it isn't what it was. And it's at and all. Everything's silicone. What's the next big city though? I feel like we're kind of in like a. We're in what we were in the early 2010s, late 2000s with rap, but it's lasting longer than then. Yeah, and that's kind of in a desert musically. We don't know what direction. Like, I, you could tell yeah. by 2010s that EDM was going to be a start of something in pop. You could tell, yeah. like, the trap sound. By, the by, like, by, by, like I said, like... like uh, there's no new sound point, right now. The last decade, though, we already had Good Kid in Mad City, right? Yeah, but yeah, we knew the like, direction like, we were we, going in. We had classic albums already in hip-hop generation you so. had something like an adorn that could tell you all right r&b or you frank have, ocean you could tell like you know you have a great albums out phenomenal rap albums out this decade it's just that what's the mainstream one though and not only that is what is the cohesive sound like i can go through every decade 50s and go with the doo-wop yeah. and early rock 60s and psychedelic and the motown 70s with soul and, and hard rock 80s with like the pop and the new jack Synth swing and, and the synth like you can think of that the 90s grunge. That was more New Jack Swing was more 90s too. No, New Jack Swing started like 80s. Yeah, you're right. It just continues. Yeah, it just continues. Early 90s. Yeah, early 90s. The 90s sound, you know, like grunge and gangster rap and new metal. 2000s, you start out with new metal, but it turns to more like a, what was it, like a poppy? It's a pop. It's more singer songwriter. Yeah, and the rock was alternative rock. Yeah, all rock, you know, gangster rap turned into what Kanye had and Crunk music is is yeah. is a big Crump, thing of yeah. how it sounds. Yeah, Con, you know, I'm yeah. not a fan of him now. Nah, he's personally awful he's now crazy, but 
So, yeah, personally, he's, he's anti-Semitic. I don't yeah. any of that. But I'm just saying, you know, like, about the sound of the decade. 20, 2010s, yeah. we're moving on. 2010s. 2010s, trap. Yeah, the and sound. And trap was everywhere. You think of the Versace. Every genre. Versace, Versace. Whether good or bad, bro country, trap was everywhere. Yeah, I, I felt like, you know, people had people took Migos' flow, you know. You even, think of Future, you think of, like, the even sound. Even the triplet flow itself has been around since. I mean, yes, but I'm saying they, they added yeah, a twist that we yes. hadn't. It's distinct. Like, you would know it. The, the ad-libs on top of it is their sound. Yeah. Like, da-da-da-da-da-da, you know. I've uh, seen certain, like I said, like Lord Infamous had a flow at certain times that was similar to Migos. But at the same time, also similar to what, like, uh, what Denzel Curry would sometimes do. True. It's like the flow itself. It's neat how influential he was, whether it's true, introvert or not. True, I, I don't yeah. know if yeah, if take off and them listen to. to I know that uh, certain guys did like, what was it Gucci Mane talked about in an interview like he looked at like '90s Memphis rap, but like, I don't know yeah. like like yeah like you said like, but I mean it's unique. I'm not saying yeah. it's the only, but I'm saying it's distinct. I'm not saying no, that the yeah. pioneers of it. Is just oh no, yeah, but a lot of people have yeah, a lot of people copied that that whole you know. I heard I heard gospel songs and people. Sound like that? I said, "Oh my goodness, maybe we've done it too much." <laughs> well, but I told you, bro, country. EDM is also not the sound. Flow, but EDM the might trap. be the sound of the 2010s. Just that kind of electronic. Yeah. EDM and trap are the sounds of because EDM kind of branches out to like, like house, like well, that is trop, mm. tropical house. You know what I'm saying? Like it branches out different. Same thing with trap. Now, though, I couldn't tell you what the sound is. And I think that's kind of the, the worrying part. So, you know, my hope is that tonight... Yeah. That we have some breakthroughs there. And of, I know some people were worried because, oh, Travis Scott's features and all that. Like, Travis Scott's features and all that, right? Well, the good thing is that one thing, like, this guy is, like, when it comes to albums, he never strikes out. Like, like you can feel comfortable with Travis Scott when it comes to an album. That, that it's always going to be at least good or at least solid. Like, he never puts out anything bad when it comes to albums. So, like, with that. so like, I'm, like, I'm excited yeah. to hear some of this new music tonight. And, Col- and, and Carly Rae Jepsen, and, yeah. Like, Carly like, Rae Jepsen, Carly. Yeah. Oh, Carly Rae Jepsen's one of the most underrated artists in the game. Y'all really need to check out her and Charlie XCX. And, yeah. Amazing music. So, check them out. Uh, we're talking about change here. We don't have much time left. Uh, we can talk about. Uh, College football. Because, yeah, the other thing was. Yeah, we wanted to get on sports. Chance. Go ahead, Blake. Uh, I was just thinking because Colorado's going to the Big 12, back to the Big 12, just like I grew up with. Crazy. I was born with the Big 8, but still. Like, uh, it, that's not the only. Con- what? Like, the Pac 12, man, what's happening? Like, it wasn't I mean, Utah. Will it exist? Arizona, in Arizona State. What's next? Oregon, Washington, this is, for the Big 10. I hate it. And Blake knows oh, I hate yeah. this. Bold prediction here. Oh, if the no, Pac-12 don't, collapse, don't. if it collapses, I really could see Oregon and Washington going to the Big Ten. I could see they all want to stay in the Power Five. The perfect thing to do would be, the or best thing to do would be Stanford, Cal, Oregon, Washington go to the Big Ten. Washington State, Oregon State, Utah, uh, Arizona, and Arizona State join Colorado in the Big Twelve. It's just the Rose Bowl, Blake. Yeah, that, that's Bowl. that's completely cooked now. I just I'm yeah. a traditionalist when it comes to to college football. I'm yeah. glad I told you Colorado was going to come yeah, back and crawl it'll, back. It'll, it'll, it'll collapse because this can't be sustainable. What if it collapses like, like, like a supernova and it all reset back to what it once was? Now you, I already told Joe what I think should happen, like or what I Stop scenario it. for me. In terms of conference realignment, like everything should be geographical, first off. 
it should make sense geographically. And is it also still makes sense like rivalry, like like tradition wise, and like you still have the same rivals and all that. Like like yeah, like what do you? No, I mean get it. You know he's he's brought up the Mountain West should have Colorado and Utah. I, you, you know if I'm gonna say, and... I, hey, this is what I said. My dream Mountain West is right. Go ahead. If you're gonna do straight up conference realignment, just do it the best way you can, right? Mm. Colorado, BYU, Utah, Boise State. Wyoming Air Force, Colorado State, Utah State, and Jesus. bring two schools who are part of, because I know the Atlantic Suns shrine, to, well, now it's a different name for a conference, but yeah, the A-Suns, like, going to eventually try to merge with the WAC, is going to try to go up to the FBS eventually. Get those two Utah schools from there, in Southern Utah and Utah Tech, and put them in the Mountain West, too. You said Utah Tech? Yeah, in Southern Utah. All right, we're going to move on. No. You can see how Colorado, BYU, Utah, and Boise State. I mean, that's good right there, right? The good top four. Utah Tech, brother? Yeah. If you're going to remake the Southwest Conference, right? Yeah. You're probably going to put some of those smaller Big 12, I mean, Texas schools in there, right? Texas San Antonio. I can agree with that. True. We're going to put Texas State in there, right? True. Do you need much? I mean, after a few years of Utah Tech and and the FBS, they're not going to be that far behind Texas State, honestly. Okay. Texas State, yeah. Okay. No, I mean, Rice would be in there. Okay. Yeah, and in the same conference as Texas. I just think, can I be honest? Like, I'm a Big Ten guy. Both were born in Michigan. Go blue. But mm-hmm. I don't. The Southern Cal and UCLA hate oh, it. Oh, yeah, it doesn't make I sense. I hate it. No, oh, I know, yeah. Like, it used to be something cool when I was younger, kids gather around. My dream scenario would be. When I was younger, conference. Pac 10. That. Pac 8. Let me stop. Well, just the Pac 10, not a Pac 12. I don't think anyone's around when the Pac 8 was. Yeah, I think my that is what Arizona. But, uh, yeah, Arizona when they were in the whack, you know. Yeah. But I think, you know, I remember a time when there was a time when things were geographically the conferences for the most part, not perfectly, yeah. but geographically. But not only that, you the styles have, they yeah. played, like the Pac no, had Ten the was the high flying, and they all had their own culture that matched. The Big the Ten was, was, you know. Offensive lineman, corn yeah. fed. We gonna run you SEC with speed, and, and also it's the culture too, right? Yeah, the, the big, how the fans were. The SEC was was the deep south, like the, the deep south, south. I'm talking ACC the south. Was more like brunch. Mask. ACC was more oh, like, like brunch. brunch football, coastal south. And then you had you know the Pac-12, the the Pac-10 was kind of like, hey, you know, West Coast. I have a movie premiere to go to, but I'll show up. West Coast. We are working to solve. Uh, I don't know equations, but we'll show up. Big Ten was like <laughs> Big Ten was weird because it was like a mixture of like academia, but also like blue collar Midwestern. Okay, yeah. we're gonna go to the game. Yeah, with a little bit of that too. Thanks to Wisconsin, twenty and degree weather. So you know, like the Big Twelve was uh, like a monster conference. Big Eight and the Big Eight. eight I'm sorry, the Big Eight before that was was big dudes. Almost big, the same as the Big Ten, more wide more open, open offenses, less urban. And and that less urban and more like funky offenses. You had the triple option in Nebraska, the wishbone with Oklahoma. You had high flying, you know. So yeah, heck, even the Big East I used to love, man. Yeah, That's East soft East. spot in my heart. The Big man. East was was the East Coast. Yeah, man. Like the independence. Penn like, State should have joined the Big East. West Virginia. Long term wise, in terms of of what should have happened, honestly, long term wise, Penn State probably should have joined the Big East to the Big East. Oh, I agree. I agree with you 100%. How many conference titles does Penn State have in the Big Ten? What, three, four? Three, maybe three. I think, I think like three tops. Did anything come of it? No. In the Big East, who knows? Like, they're already, I mean, they're still really good in the Big Ten, obviously. Duh. But like, yeah, like, but it's not the same. In the Big East, though, not you just had your rival with, with Pitt still. 
You, you yeah. You could have played in Miami every year. That was intense. Like, so, looking to see where we're gonna see where the yeah chips fall. Now we don't know who's next. It could be Arizona. I've heard. I, I think that's a very good chance. Washington, yeah. Oregon, Utah. Like said. What's going to happen to the other schools? In the it's just they're going to try to stay in the Pac-12. Pac one of the OGs of this conference. Yeah, that's like the SEC breaking apart. No, yeah, that's no. It, it is one of the oldest ones. It's in terms of Power Five Might conference. Be the oldest. No, no. In terms of Big Ten, Big Ten's the oldest, but, but it's like, right up there. Yeah, the pac Ten's like the, the pac is like the second oldest major conference in in, in college football behind so, the Big Ten. It's it's get right, y'all. Yeah. Just I want to see. I'm going to take in this last season because it's the last season of somewhat normality yeah. geographically. Yeah. <laughs> like well, and Big, Big 12 is already kind of chaotic. Let's, I know, but at least you're going to set Central out. Florida, UCF, and the, the Big 12. Nasty. That makes less sense than when UCF was in the MAC. That and was that crazy no back then. You remember that? Like, like, yeah, like what the heck? And I used to just take it like, go ahead, you know, yeah, throw you them in there. The Big 12, that makes it's insane. Go independent, UCF. Go independent. Yeah. The ACC could be UCF should be in the ACC. Done. Florida staff heard some people say Florida I, I, State. I'm gonna say this: a dream ACC, right? Right? A dream ACC, right? If they were to lose Virginia to the Big East or something like that, or they can't bring back Maryland, right? Because mm. they don't like Maryland. Because bring back Maryland. Maryland well, I don't think they get like them out of the conference. A lot of the fan bases don't like Maryland. Well, that makes it even better. Put them in the Big East. They okay. can be hated there too. And the ACC could have what Florida State, Clemson, North Carolina, NC State. Bring back South Carolina, Duke, no UCF, Wake Forest, and then fill it out with East Carolina, USF. Boom. No, I, we grew I up in South Carolina, and it does not fit the ACC. It used to be in the ACC, and they had the best. Been in the SEC. No, Joe, look, 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 look. They, they haven't won anything in the SEC. All right, they, they want to win things. Win, win the ACC. Okay, it's a lot easier for them. Okay. All right, you know what? That's we're just gonna see what what happens okay. now. Yeah, we're just gonna see what happens. So uh, that's it for today. Yay! Next episode is obviously on Monday. Follow me on Twitter at underscore Pulliam. I mean at Pulliam underscore Blake. <laughs> P U L L I A M. Everything lowercase and on Threads Blake Pulliam one. Everything lowercase. Please subscribe and download. Hit that and, button, man. And follow Joe too. Thanks. First fifteenth. You can go ahead and Matt. Just follow me. It's at Joel underscore Pulliam on everything, Instagram, Twitter, threads, whatever. But this is this this guy here, he makes this thing go. Blake is the man. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to his channel because he he knows more about and this download. stuff. And download, like, and share it. And listen and share it. Share, and share your thoughts. If you disagree with yep. us, you disagree with him, hey, put it down. Come mm-hmm. on, man. Let's talk. So I thank you so much, Blake, for, for letting me. Oh, you know, it's so my bro. Good. It's all good. I always enjoy it. Absolutely enjoy it every single time you're on. But uh, that's it for today, y'all. See you guys again on Monday, and bye.